Alright guys, final score is back tonight. Lynn, Lynn is back with us again. We took a week off. You know, I was on vacation this time, so I can't really rag Lynn too much about it. We're continuing, continuing our uh, division previews, the NFL division previews tonight. We do the AFC East, or the AFC Least, and the uh, AFC South, and that'll leave the NFC East and AFC North, and if you know me and Lynn, you know why we're leaving them for last, but Football is back. Preseason was this past Thursday night. The Falcons and the Broncos. How much of that did you watch? I was at Buffalo Wild Wings and watched probably the first quarter. First quarter. Because I was sitting there and it was on. Yeah, that's the only reason. Well, I actually watched. I paid attention to it a little bit. And I think uh, I ended up falling asleep at halftime. So, uh, yeah. It was pretty much, you know... <laughs> Brett Rippin. You watched more than most people. Did you see Brett Rippin in the game? Uh, I did not. Was he good? Is he Ken DeMart Rippin? Yeah, I think he's a, is he the son or grandson or something. Grandson? Good Lord. He's not that Brett I don't Rippin, know. That but also, if I had to show Brett Rippin, I'd look him up. Let's see, Brett Rippin. Also, the... You know, it's kind of funny watching some of these preseason games. You see some of these guys that uh, wouldn't normally get to play. Kurt Binkert, the quarterback for the Falcons, 19 for 34, 185 yards, one touchdown. Local local ties, Kurt Binkert was uh, actually at one time quarterback at ECU and then Sorry. then transferred to Virginia. Uh, so... Yeah, he's got a few local ties. I like seeing the guys with local ties do something in here. And, uh, you know, just one of the things you have to, if you want to find a silver lining in uh, preseason, that's one of the things you have to do. But full schedule this week in Washington at, at Cleveland. 7.30 Thursday. Yep. And then Pittsburgh will play Friday night. And that's against Tampa, I think. Yeah, let me see. I gotta find a way to watch this, you know, game. I don't know if they go to a, a local establishment or what. I don't know. And they're not showing. I mean, I'm looking looking at the schedule up here. I know Pittsburgh's playing, but on, on the little schedule I've got up here is not showing. It. Anyway, anyway, so like football's back, and it won't be much longer before we uh, for we're in the midst. You know, what a month away, a little over a month away from the regular season starting. So, this year, me and Lynn have decided we're gonna we're gonna finish the division previews this year. We didn't have as much time last year as we did uh, this year. We got a late start, but <coughs> the AFC East, who has the defending Super Bowl champions, unfortunately, the New England Patriots, uh, a lot of a lot of new faces in in the uh, AFC East. Miami, of course, has. A new coach, Brian Flores, who was, I guess, the defensive coordinator at New England for so many years. The Jets have Adam Gase, who was new head coach from Miami, from AFC East rival Miami. And also they have Le'Veon Bell, who's lost a little bit of jewelry. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. And then, of course, Buffalo Bills. You know, Buffalo Bills pretty much same old, same old. And New England is, well, New England's New England. So, 
Let's get right into it. I'll let you lead off. Who is? We'll start from the bottom. And I okay. think we'll, I think we'll both agree on this right? one. All right, I think it's going to be Miami Dolphins. Uh, no doubt. I think Miami okay. could probably be one of the worst teams in football this year. Uh, there's two teams in the NFC East that are going to compete with them, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, but, yeah, I, they're going to struggle because they have no quarterback. They have, like, Fitzmagic, right? Fitzmagic is there. Josh Rosen, who just came over from the Cardinals. Is there. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, a lot of talking. nobody. A lot of talking in camp that Fitzpatrick was was winning the quarterback battle, which I expected. You know, you're going to have the veteran. He's going to take the early early games. He's going to start the early games, and then maybe as the season goes along, you'll see Rosen coming in because usually Fitzmagic turns into crap. After, yeah, yeah, he's not consistent as uh, at all. So, um, you know. That that's and and you like I said, if you look at the Miami Dolphins, I mean, no offense to any Miami Dolphins fans, but who who are the stars? I mean, name a superstar off that team. Go ahead, I'll give you some time. Uh, Larry Zonka. Yeah, you're a little you're a little off. Sure. Oh, am I in the wrong year? Yeah, sure you're in the wrong decade. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Danny Amidola? Mm, if you call it. No, he's like still there. He's gone. Know. Yeah, he's no, gone. No, 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 he left. Devontae he Parker. Devontae Parker is. God, he's horrible. Uh, Damn. Kenyon Drake. No. So, I mean, Amidola was the leading receiver last year, and he's gone. Frank Gore was the leading rusher. He's gone. Uh, Tannehill. Is Tannehill? He's gone. Uh, so yeah. you're you're really starting all over with new coach and pretty much a new everything, new position. The key positions are new guys. Um, playing in the playing in the AFC East is could help them in a way, but you know, when you've got New England twice a year, that doesn't help. But but man, usually beat. At least once. Year. At least once, yeah. yeah. They, they give them it a hard time. Sense. Now, they picked up in the draft Christian Wilkins from Clemson, who is a, you know, was a beast in college, but can he be that same kind of player in the pros? We'll, we'll just have to see. Uh, like I said, I agree with you that Miami will be playing for number one pick in the NFL draft next year, and uh, that's... Tank for Tua. Tank for Tua. I don't know about the whole. But they got Josh. They got Josh Rosen then. But maybe not. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's. I don't see a lot of good things coming out of Miami this year. I'm sorry, Dolphin fans. I know y'all. Uh, everybody's optimistic the first week of season, but I really don't see it happening. Uh, of course, they play lead off with Baltimore, which could be a you know depending on how Baltimore we'll have, we'll talk more about them next week. Patriots in week two. Cowboys, Chargers, Redskins, Bills, Steelers, Browns, Colts, Jeez, Lions and Tigers and Bears. Oh my, they're going to be in trouble. That that it, that schedule is not is not easy for them at all. Um, I don't see Brian Flores having a good first year. He's not going to be one of those guys that co- the NFL Coach of the Year this year at all. Uh, just not a lot to work no. with. He's going to have to really build through the draft and free agency, and 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 hopefully, 
well, maybe, hopefully for him, they'll give him a little time to do that. But I've got Miami as number four, too. Let's move on to number three. Now, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this. Probably, they probably think they're going to be a little higher. Um, probably think that, you know, really the number two and number three spot, people are probably going to say, well, I think this next team will finish number two. But with me, I've got the New York Jets at number three. Um Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I just, we're, we're, okay, we're different then. And they're, they're so young. And, I mean, yeah, you got Le'Veon Bell, who's took a whole year off of football. Uh, how, how, how good a shape is he in? Football shape is he in? It's different from being in practice, like Allen Iverson, go ahead, practice. Uh, it's different being in practice and then being in actual game situations. So I'd be interested to see how he handles it. Everybody's so high on Sam Donald. I'm not buying into Sam Donald yet. I'm really not. I mean, he had a decent year last year as a rookie, but I'm just not buying into him yet. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't go cuckoo over him like some of these other people. Well, who, who are his weapons though? He has Le'Veon Bell in the backfield. Who's he going to throw to? Jameson uh, Crowder. Is that who it is? Jameson Crowder just came over from the Redskins. Yeah. And granted. They've, they've made some pickups. Let's look at the wide receivers. Robbie Anderson, who is decent. You know, he's he's one of the up-and-coming wide receivers. Quincy Anumwa and Jamison Crowder. The tight end is Chris Herndon. So, yeah. I'm I'm just not seeing them moving up to the runner-up in the NFC, AFC, excuse me, uh, and Donald's numbers were were pretty good for a rookie last year. Two thousand eight hundred sixty-five yards passing, seventeen touchdowns, and fifteen interceptions. But uh, I'm just not buying it. I don't know what it is about him. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but just not buying it. Well, it, I don't know if you agreed with me on number three or not. So my number three, I have Buffalo Bills. Okay. Um, I I have a little more faith in Sam Donald than you do. Okay. But I just think Buffalo, just Josh Allen, yeah, I'm not a believer in him. Yeah, you, you've, got, uh, you've got a lot of uh, a lot of young quarterbacks in this division, except for, you know, of course, Tom Brady. 52-year-old Tom Brady. Yeah, and who just signed a two-year extension today. Um, so, uh, like $30 million or something. Like two, no, no, 30 Can I like up that a little bit more, bud? Two years, seventy million extension. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but you know, what do they have besides him? We'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, talking about the Jets, who they picked up. You know, and their defense might be improved. They've got uh, C.J. Mosley from Baltimore, who they paid the Ying Yang for. Uh, you know, could, they picked up. Uh, Trevor Seaman as a backup quarterback. Yeah, I'm not too too sure about that one either. Uh, but Le'Veon Bell, I think it's going to depend a lot on what Le'Veon does. If he's in, if he's in good shape, and he can make a difference, maybe they can get have a better record than than the Bills. But you know, I'm just not seeing it. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't have a lot of faith in in uh, in Donald. Now, so your number, of course, your number two, I'm guessing. Sorry, switch. The Jets. Yeah, the yeah. Jets are second for me. I just had them flip-flop. 
See, I hear a lot of New York news up here, yeah. and they're like selling me on Sam Darnold. Now, they well, hate Eli Manning. They are. And they hate Daniel Jones. But But yeah, Sam Donald is like the man is what they're talking about up here. Well, of course they're going to say that. I mean, but, you know, he he turned out to show me. I'm I'm just not, not buying it. Not feeling it? it. No, I'm just not feeling it. I haven't, and I I didn't last year. Um, But, you know, I I said, well, maybe it's just because he's a rookie. But I'm not, I'm not buying all the hype yet. Uh, he's going to have to show me, show me what he can do, and that he can really, you know. And of course, he doesn't have the weapon. He's got Le'Veon now, but like you said, Robbie Anderson is probably his biggest weapon. But uh, you know, my number two was Buffalo, and right. you know, Josh Allen. I like, I like his mobility. Uh, that he can he he can he can get out and run. I'm not too sure Donald does a lot of running, but and I like his no. attitude. His attitude's pretty good. Like he he came in there confident, not too, not what you would say cocky. He's probably flirting with cocky, but he's confident. Uh, his numbers were not as good as Donald's, which I don't think he started as many games as Donald did last year. He was 2,074 yards, 10 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. But running, let's see, Allen he. Oh my gosh, this can't be right. How many yards of rushing do you think he had last year? Josh Allen? Mm hmm. Because you're saying that, 100. 100? I'm not 100. No, it's more than 100. Josh Allen, the quarterback? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't know re- Unless I'm reading this wrong, and I don't think I am, there's only one Allen on the team. Um, yeah. How much did he have? It says here, rushing, he had 89 attempts for 631 yards. Really? And eight touchdowns. So you, you don't need to be running that much to support about. Uh, I'm going to have to double check this because I'm kind of doubting. This is coming straight out of uh, Street and Smith. NFL.com? Street and Smith magazine, so... Well, I'm gonna double check this because that I don't remember him having 631 yards, but we're gonna find out right now. I know he had uh, he ran the ball, and I know I know he was uh, he had some touchdowns, but eight and 631 yards that's got to be pretty that's pretty impressive for a rookie quarterback or any quarterback. But like. Who is there? Who are their best wide receivers? Did he, I mean, yeah, that's that's another thing you have to watch. He his wide receivers, which I think uh, John Brown, Cole Beasley. I mean, really, Zay Jones. Yeah. Who the heck is Zay Jones? I know you're going to say that. Zay Jones. I, I have no idea. Zay Jones. Local. Yeah. Ed, look. Hey, rushing yards six hundred thirty-one. Rushing touchdowns eight. So, yeah. He he gets out. I think this guy. I buy more into him than I do Donald. Uh, but you know, I'm still not 100 percent on him. But I think the Bills have. You know, they've got Lashawn McCoy. They got Frank Gore. The ageless wonder backing him up. Uh, the question mark, like you said, is their receiving core. You know, you got some. 
let's see. Cole Beasley would not be a starting starting wide receiver. He wasn't at Dallas. But he made some key catches. He he could get you the first down. Uh, they're counting a lot on Zay Jones to come along. He was their number one draft pick a couple years ago. And John Brown, John Brown, came over from, uh, was he with? He was with Baltimore last year. <laughs> he was a basketball coach. Yeah, he was somebody's basketball coach, wasn't he? Well, no. He also works for Farm Bureau, too. Um, but he came over from Baltimore. He didn't have the best best year at Baltimore after I think he had been with the Cardinals before. So that's gonna be a, that's gonna be the big question mark for them is how the receiving core comes along. Uh, got a little bit of veteran leadership with Beasley, uh, and you know maybe they'll come along. They picked up they picked up some some guys. Mitch Morris is he's a the center from Kansas City. Uh, T.J. Yeldon, who was a running back from Jacksonville, Andre Roberts yep. from the Jets. So you know they're picking up some guys. I just think, I think I don't. I think it's going to be close between those two, between the Jets and the Bills for second and third. But the gap between second and third and last place, and the gap between second and third and first place is going to be pretty pretty big. Um, but of course. We'll let you do the number one because I really don't want to say it, but yeah, I'll just say I agree. Drum roll, please. Yeah. 52-year-old Tom Brady. It's just, there's no competition. I mean, I think they're going to take a step back. We said, uh, I said this last year. We said that they don't have any years. competition. Yeah, no. They don't have any competition in their division. No. I, so, I mean, it's just by default. They're going to do it, and they'll probably get a buy because they're going to get like five or six wins out of their division. Yeah, and they were they were five and one in their division last year. They had that one loss coming to I bet I guarantee it was Miami last year. Let me look. I'm, yep, they lost by well, one. Yeah, that was the 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 hail mary or whatever play at the end where Gronkowski flopped and didn't make the tackle at the end. Remember that. Oh, yeah, they shouldn't have had him in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was good to me. Yeah, I remember that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so they they lose by one. Look at their losses last year. Tennessee throttled them. Uh, Miami beats them by one. Tennessee's not a good team. They get beat pretty bad by Detroit. Jacksonville beat them. And then Pittsburgh beats them. (laughs) So, but... Well, Pittsburgh's a good team, but all the other ones are off to a crappy team. Well, they are, they usually do that, though. And then they get to the, they just hit the, New England hits, hits it at the right time. When they had these years like that, which they haven't had many years like they kind of struggled like last year. I mean, over the last five years, it's 62 and 18. So 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 14 and 2, 13 and 3, and 11 and 5 was their worst year. I mean, that's a down year for them. So, you know, you give them credit. I hate to do that, but give them credit. They they hit it at the right time every year. And, you know, start off slow, but finish strong. It's all about how you finish. Uh, and looking at who some of the guys they've picked up, Michael Bennett from the, from the Eagles for the defensive line. Uh, of course, Demarius Thomas from Houston, who had that ACL tear last year, and he's coming off that. And they like taking chances with, with, with people like that. Austin Safarian Jenkins is tight in from Jacksonville. I guess he's going to take Gronk's place. But, 
you know, I'm like you, and I know we say this a lot. I think they take a step back this year. Um, do we, just let me look at their schedule and see how easy the schedule is going. They, of course, they lead off with Pittsburgh. Uh, then three division games right in a row. So they'll be they'll be four and zero or three and one. Then the Redskins. Giants. Oh, listen, now listen to this schedule. Come on, really? Redskins, Giants, Jets, Cleveland in oh. Week 8, Baltimore in Week 9. Cleveland could be tough. Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. Tough. I mean, Philadelphia in Week 11, Dallas on Week 12, Houston Week 13, Kansas City Week 14, Cincinnati, and Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Miami to finish off the season. So they start off with not a lot of competition. Maybe the Steelers... Then they finish with not a lot of competition. Um, they have the NFC, AFC East. I keep saying NFC for some reason, like. But yeah, I mean, it's like I'm like you. It's it's like by default, they they get, they usually win the uh, AFC East by default because there's no competition. There hasn't been in a while, and I don't know what the problem is in in the AFC East. But people call it the AFC least, and. Because they they they're terrible every year. I mean, it's, it's it's no like we said they get Miami may get one win over over the uh, over the Patriots, but other than that, that might be the only win per year. <laughs> exactly, and I mean if they get one this year, it probably will be their only win. But I don't know. I'm just looking at the games that they played against. Uh, AFC East opponents and see what, see how bad they beat them. Miami, they beat them 38 to seven the first time, so that was a throw. Buffalo, they beat them 25 to six. The Jets, they beat 27 to 13. Of course, they lost to the Dolphins by one. Bills, they played the Bills again, 24 to 12, and then the Jets to finish off the year and they won 38 to three. So, no, I'm just. There's no competition there. If they were in any other division, well, I won't say any other. Let's say they, they went to... AFC North, they would struggle. AFC North, because they struggle. I think Pittsburgh will, would beat them at least once a year. And I think Baltimore, in its day, would give them a hard time. Uh, Cincinnati could have snuck up on them once a year. I don't, they wouldn't have it as easy as they do no. in, in the AFC East. And I know it comes it comes and goes with the patterns like it is but it's about time for somebody to be step up and be a challenger but i don't think it'll be it'll happen this year all right not until tom brady and belichick leave yeah and i don't see that you know of course we at least another two years and i'm sure belichick will hang around uh for a while i don't think he's going anywhere so we've got Patriots winning that division and probably, like we said, big probably shock, right? yeah, big <laughs> shocker there. Probably getting a bye. So the only thing we differed on was Buffalo and the Jets. You had Buffalo third, I had them second, and Jets. We just flip flopped on that. All right, AFC, AFC South. South, AFC South. Oh my goodness. Um, um, so we got whew. Texans, Colts, Jaguars, and Titans. Okay. I think yep. they're the bottom, and you know I wonder. I think and I, I, I'm going to say it. 
Uh, the one-year wonder, Jacksonville Jaguars, is who I've got at number four. Um, <laughs> one-year wonder, yeah. Nick Foles, don't get me wrong, I love Nick Foles. Uh, you know, He's better than Blake Bortles. Uh, yeah, but you know, here's my thing with Jacksonville last year. I think they they read too much of their hype last year from the year before. And the year before, of course, they lose in the AFC Championship game to the Patriots. A close game. And I think that they were so, so motivated when they saw they played Patriots the second week. And they were so motivated to beat the Patriots that they thought they won the Super Bowl after they beat the Patriots. Because, look, they <laughs> won one of their next. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They were one and eight after week two beating the Patriots. They lost seven in a row before they get a six to nothing win over the Colts. Well, and well, four I don't know. Fournette's a punk. He never plays. Fournette was hurt a lot last year. Um, hamstring. Uh, and, and then he, they said he was lazy in rehab. Uh, you know, he, just, he was just a big problem last year for him. He, as, as much as he was a solution the first year that he was there, he was a problem last year. Um, and blame Bortles. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I get it. Bortles was a big problem. But the defense, this defense, stellar defense they had. Look at, listen to these scores when they lost. 30-14 to 14 to the Chiefs, 40-7 to 7 to the Cowboys, 20 points against the Texans, 24 against the Eagles, 29, 20 against Pittsburgh, which they blew a big lead. 24 against Buffalo, 30 against the Titans. Then he lost to the Redskins by three, and the Texans 23. <laughs> so I mean, blame Bortles all you want to, but the defense has to take a blame somewhere in the place. And Jalen Ramsey, I'm sorry, he needs to shut his mouth. As talented as he is, he needs to shut his mouth and play football. If he worried more about playing I football than, than trying to get, trying to. Uh, Insult some of the other players on the other team, he'd be awesome. I, I and I just remember the Buffalo game where he went to the sideline pointing at each player saying, you stink, you stink, or he may not have said stink, he may have said something else, I can't see. And then you lose the game to him. So, I mean. I, rem- I remember that, yeah. He needs to shut his mouth and play football. And, I mean, I don't think he'll ever do that, though. Uh, he'll probably just he'll probably just keep on going. He'll probably get traded somewhere else for long. But uh, you know, whatever. I'm I'm over Jalen Rams. Uh, there was actually talk a, a couple months ago about him being traded to Pittsburgh, and I said, "Dear Lord, I hope not." But that's who I've got number four is Jacksonville. I don't know who you have. Yeah, number four. I also have Jacksonville. I just don't. I mean, I know Nick Foles is an upgrade from Blake Bortles. Guys are saying that powerful defense they had a couple of years ago is no longer there. Yeah. People are just rolling over them. So, well, and another, and everything. another and I don't thing. think Leonard Fournette is that great either. Well, that could be, you know, keeping uh, in the theme of the one, one year wonder that I was talking about earlier. Uh, but another thing is their attitudes. I mean, 
You know, if you think, like Fournette, they said he was lazy doing rehab, didn't really try as hard to, to rehab that hamstring, and he ended up missing six games. Uh, and you can't do that. But uh, I just don't like the attitudes. I think they're uh, – I think they just think they're supposed to win. It's different. Just like I said with Ramsey, when he did that thing with Buffalo, they were in the middle of a – seven-game losing streak. So, I mean, if I, I, I'm not worried about talking junk to play. I'm worried about breaking a losing streak. I'm worried about <laughs> getting my team back on track, getting my defense to play right. And I'm not worried about telling people how bad they are. And, I mean, Buffalo right. may They're, have been bad, but, yeah, guess what? You lost worse. What does that make you? You're worse. So Exactly. Anyway. So, number three, I, I think we're going to agree on number three as well. And um, I got the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, and Marcus Mariota, I think, is very close to being a bust. Uh, I know he's on his last year of his rookie deal. I expected so much out of him. Yeah. And I don't think he's, like, lived up to it yet. I, I just don't see it. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I mean, I know he's 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 been hurt a lot. Uh, you know, he's got he's got that... I guess the habit of being hurt. I don't know how you how you say it. Uh, his tendency to be to be hurt. Um, last year was nerve issues on his elbow, neck stingers. Uh, he missed three starts, but he he just wasn't the same. He's not the weapon that he came he, he was when he came out of college. You know, he had a first a good first couple years, but after, ever since these injuries and they started taking a toll on him. And uh, it may be time to move on for Tennessee. They've got, of course, they've got Ryan Tannehill as their backup, which I thought was kind of funny. But you know, yeah, from Miami. That's so. But you know, Derrick Henry is in the backfield, and these, this was as bad as as it seemed with them. These guys were one win away from making the playoffs last year. The last game of the season gets the Colts. They were if they win, they're in. But you know they don't win because Mariota is out, and I think it, I think Blaine Gabbert was the starter of that game. Oh think. my gosh! So I mean, yeah. let me see, make sure I'm right on that. Yep, Blaine Gabbert was the starter, and of course they lost that 33 to 17. They finished finished nine and seven, which is a winning record. Uh, Mike Vrabel, you know, I do think Vrabel is going to be all right. But the quarterback situation is the big, big key to them. Uh, and whatever they, they do, I don't know. I mean, Adam Humphreys who is one of those wide receivers you need to watch out for this year. He made a name for himself in Tampa Bay, leaves Tampa Bay to go to Tennessee. So he has some a little bit of weapons now. And I'm looking at their Jeffrey Simmons, that was the number one draft pick from the defensive line. Uh, just looking, I don't see, I don't see, I see A.J. Brown, wide receiver from Ole Miss as another pick, but, you know, I'm like you, I definitely think it could be a step back for them this year, it just depends on how Mariota goes from his injuries. So, let's see here. Right. You're number two, so just when you think about it before you say it. Think about it. Who's going to be second first? Oh, this is a no-brainer for me. Who's number two and number one? Okay. Is. I, I I came. I in, think 
I came into this pretty, but you know what? You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to put a little asterisk on these because a situation has developed that could throw my number one team way down. Uh, but you know, we're, we're, I'm just going to roll with it right now. But when we get to my number one team, I'm going to I'm going to talk about that. Okay. Number two, I've got Houston Texans. Um. How much longer? When when are they going to get over the hump? Uh, you get to the playoffs every year, and then yeah. you're you just lay a egg. Eleven and five last year. Win the divi- win the division, and you just lay an egg in the in the first round against division rival Indianapolis. Texans lose right. twenty one to seven, and it wasn't even that close. I mean, I think. The Colts scored most of their points in the first half and gave up a late touchdown to uh, to the Texans at the end to make it 21-7. to But, you know, Deshaun Watson, he's one thing they have to keep continuing doing. Last year they did a little bit better job. He can't keep getting hit. I mean, 62 times yeah. in a sack. Down an additional 133 times, but only missed one play. Played with a collapsed lung and a broken rib in the first half of the season. So, I mean, you got to keep these guys off of him. I know he's a running quarterback, but you got to let him make make plays with his feet, make plays with his leg. He's got to he's got to know when to get out of bounds and when not to take a hit. But probably one of the best receivers in football, DeAndre Hopkins. He's got that weapon. Um, oh yeah, you know. The best. The best? You think the best? The best, yeah. Antonio Brown's going to come looking for you. He's got a broke foot. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's another story. Um, But, you know, not really a lot of pickups in the free agent market. They did get uh, Titus Howard, offensive tackle, who they're trying. I guess they're trying to protect Watts a little bit more from offensive tackle from Alabama State. Um, nothing really stands out as far as what they did there, but yeah, that's the thing in a nutshell is, can you keep Deshaun Watson from getting hit? Who's the running back? Lamar Miller, Dante Foreman, or the running backs, then you're DeAndre Hopkins, Kiki Kute, and Will Fuller as your uh, wide receiver. Can J.J. Watt stay healthy this year? I don't know. He, and and what about Jadavian Clowney? He's not. He didn't get his 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 deal like he wanted. Has he signed it? I don't even know if he signed his tender yet. If they, I know they're going to franchise him, but I don't even know if he signed a tender yet. So there's a lot of question marks on that defensive side. But I think you know they kind of take a step back this year. I don't. I definitely don't have them winning. The AFC South. I don't know if that's the same as you've got. No, I agree. I got Houston Texans second. Um, I agree. They got to protect Watson, but DeAndre Hopkins are the best wide receiver in the league. Completely agree. They got a good defense, but they're wasting it. Yeah, uh, the, the window is. I hate to say the window's closing with such a young quarterback, but their defense has been so good, and now. What do they have to show for it? Yeah, well, you don't know. You know, of course, with this franchise tag on. On Clowney, if, if he even signs it, you don't know how much longer he'll be there. 
and you don't know how right. much longer JJ Watt to be there either. So yeah, I I'm like you. The window is is closing, but you know, I just don't see it happening this year. They, maybe they're better off. Maybe if they make it as a wild card, they can get they can make a because usually when they play at home, they don't win. I don't I can't remember the last time. <laughs> Have they ever won yeah. a playoff game? Um, yes, because um, the UNC Tar Heel guy did. Are but, you sure? Yes. Uh, TJ Yates? TJ Yates came. He was like the third string quarterback, and they came in and they won a wild card game. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look. Houston Texans. TJ Yates. Playoff record. Texans. Playoff. Win. I know TJ Yates. Here we go. Um, NFL playoffs. TJ Yates leads Houston Texans oh, to the playoffs. <laughs> oh, to the playoffs. Playoff record is 3 and 5 in the playoffs, so they have one. I see. I think they won with TJ Yates. Okay, two, that, well, here, here's here's one. They won in 2017 against the Raiders, 27-14. That was when David Carr, Derek Carr, excuse me, David Carr, had, uh, had been hurt, and I think they had, like, their third-string quarterback in for the Raiders. Then in 2012, they beat the Bengals 19-13. That may have been when Yates, January 7th, 2012, Yates led the Texans to their first ever playoff win with a score of 31-10 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Yeah, they're 3-5 and five in the playoffs. They've never made it past the division round. They get the wild card, uh, three wild card wins, but not even close in the division round. Uh, Patriot, they've lost to the Patriots twice. In, in the, well, they lost to the Ravens. 20 to 13, that was kind of close, but uh, yeah, I don't, not many, not much success in playoffs, and I mean, maybe if they get in a away wild card game, I'll put it that way, if they get away, don't have home field, they'll be a little bit more successful, but uh, you know, just don't see it this year, happening for them this year, unless the number one team that we're about to pick, of course, is the Indianapolis Colts, but... Here's my thing. Okay. With Andrew Lux having some calf problems that are really, yeah. really They're lingering. Two weeks now, right? Yeah, yep. it's lingering, and I, I mean, it's kind of, kind of got me concerned there. I don't know if I'll have him. I was going to try to get him for my fantasy football team, but I'm kind of backing off now. If Luck is there with this up-and-coming team that they have, I think there's no doubt. They win, they win the AFC South. Um, I agree. I think look, they could like make it to the was it, it divisional round. Oh, they could win they made the divisional game. round last year against Kansas City and lost. It was just not. It was a. It was a nasty game because it was cold and wet. Uh, they lose thirty-one thirteen. wasn't even that close to tell you the truth. But young team, you look at the the weapons they have. Uh, Marlon Mack at running back. You got T. Y. Hilton, who is one of the he's he doesn't get enough credit, in my opinion, as a, a wide receiver. Uh, Eric Ebron, who has found his 
found himself again with the Colts after some tough times with uh, with Detroit. But and then at Darius Leonard, the linebacker, Justin Houston is picked up. They picked up a defensive end. Um, Devin Funches has came over from Carolina to add to the receiving core. So I, I think you're going to see this, and at one of the hottest teams at the end of the year. I mean. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They won nine out of the last ten games. I've started off one and one and five. They finished ten and six, and and make the playoffs the last game of the year with a win over Tennessee, which was a do or die win. And uh, for not just them, but that was that was my fantasy league championship that night. And uh, Andrew Luck was my quarterback, and he pretty much that night he won it for me. But and won it for you? Yes, yes. Ebron had 13 touchdowns last year. 13 touchdowns. And then you, That's a lot. T.Y. Hilton had, had six with 1,270 yards uh, receiving. But look at Luck's number. 4,593 yards passing, 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. And uh, To come back from, from when people were saying he, could, he wasn't going to be a quarterback and he wasn't going to be able to throw again, uh, that's pretty impressive to me, and I, I hopefully he can build on that. I won't say he'll he'll have outlandish numbers, great numbers, but if Marlon Mack can get that running game and give him some balance, he won't have to do all that. And I think Mack is on the verge of being a star with the Colts. He had 908 yards rushing and nine touchdowns. I think he's on the verge of being a star with the Colts. But... But that asterisk is but, still there. It just depends if on if he's hurt or not, right? Yeah, it just depends on how much that calf injury is. So uh, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. I'm sure he will not play in preseason. I I wouldn't think they would be stupid I to do that. I wouldn't play him. I, I'd leave him out. Yeah. No, I wouldn't either. So I'm taking you agree with me. Colts win the AFC South. Yes, without a doubt. I mean that. I, Unless you said, unless um, Luck is hurt, I think they're gonna think they're gonna win it. Yeah, I, I definitely think they're gonna win. But uh, so next week it'll be NFC East and the AFC North, who is of course the Redskins is Lynn's favorite team in the AFC in AFC East, and then the AFC North is Pittsburgh Steelers. That's mine. So we we wanted to save those two for last, but we also have to figure out our playoffs too. So we'll we'll figure that out too. We've got our playoffs. What do you mean? Division winner. I mean, we've got the division winners, so we pretty much know. Uh, we pretty much got a good idea who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. Do you? Or is it just me? Um. Well. I think my gold jacket guy is going to do it. Oh, I think it's well, you his time. Have, you, didn't have he's to make it. It you didn't have to tell it right now. I mean, I, would, I didn't want you to let the cat out of the bag yet, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I think he is. So gold jacket's going to do it. News out of the NFL. People who have, people who have listened knows who that is. So yeah, yeah, everybody knows who that is. No okay, news out of the NFL. Well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. We're talking about Dante Foreman being the Texans' backup running back. He just got waived by the Texans. So, uh, <laughs> bye. Uh, 
course, a sad news report, uh, Raiders legend Cliff Branch. I don't know if you remember Cliff Branch. Do you, Lynn? No, I do not. Why? Well, you should because... He's an Oakland Raider. Yeah, the wide receiver, wore number number 21, and he he played in that 83 Super Bowl. I know you remember that. Um, Oh, yeah. You want to forget it. Yeah, yeah. 71 years old died uh, yesterday. Of course, the Hall of Fame induction. Did you watch any of that this weekend? I did not, no. Yeah, and, you know, my mom is usually one of those that likes to watch the Hall of Fame induction, and then she said, when I told her, reminded her that that was this weekend, this was uh, earlier in the week, she said, I don't even know anybody in there. I was like, yeah, she she doesn't keep up with the the newer, I guess, well, they're not really the newer guys, but, you know, this generation is much Bailey. And well, she, knew, she recognized the name, but kind of kind of interesting to hear the next year, the Hall of Fame will increase to 20 inductees next year. 20. What, so how many did they do this year? <sighs> Was it like six or seven? Well, see, I'm worried. I don't want it to be the Hall of Very Good. I want to well, keep the Hall of Fame level. Yeah, but, you know... There's a lot of guys. 30, Maybe we should, teams you know, that well, should be yeah. that should be one of our shows. People who have, are haven't been put inducted in the Hall of Fame that should have been in there. Uh, I know next year, first year of eligibility for my boy Troy Polamalu. So if he's not, it doesn't go in first ballot. Uh, there's something wrong. But yeah. that's just me. Uh, just looking at some other stuff. Of course, Andrew Luck to miss another week of camp with calf injury. Let's see. Okay, I have to ask you this: Are you okay. trading Trent? Um, what were you going to get for him in this hypothetical situ- situation? I mean, do you think? Getting? I mean, do you think there's? I don't know what you'll get. If but, you get, if you get a first, yes. Okay. Yeah. So your boy, your boy Jay Gruden is saying he doubted. He, first. he doubted that he was going to be traded. Since the Patriots were interested. In their oh, first that's exactly like what they need. The that's exactly what they need is something else. But I you know I don't. I don't know if he'll end up going or not. I mean, Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I, I don't know if he'll end up going. Or, can you hear me? Yeah, are you back? Yeah. Where'd I go? I'm right now. Are you, can you hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. Okay. It just went to, like, static. I'm like, oh, where'd okay. he go? <laughs> I, I just don't... So, yeah, if, if you can get a first, I would. I don't think that's going to happen. Your boy, Jay Gruden, doesn't think it's going to happen. So, you know. Then you, then you got to keep him. Yeah, but can they get him on the field? Or is he going to be one of those... One of those guys that uh, holds out and forces a trade. Uh, you know, there's a similar situation going on down in San Diego with Melvin Gordon, who the Chargers have just told they were not going to trade after he requested a trade. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if uh, what's going to happen there. That should be interesting. What about Elliot? 
Elliot's out of the country. I mean, is he out of the country because he doesn't want to deal with the uh, deal with the Cowboys, or is he out of it because he doesn't want to deal with this lawsuit that is being brought up against him and is the Cowboys? Is that the nightclub thing? No. Oh, you haven't heard about this one? No, what's the lawsuit? Okay. 2017, you remember they played the pay- Packers in the playoffs, you know, the... Aaron Rodgers came back at the end. They kicked the field goal at the end to win after the Cowboys yeah. taking the lead. Earlier in that week, Elliott was involved in a crash. And uh, he pretty oh, much... Oh, I have not heard this the, at all. The victim, the victim has came out now and said he, w- he is going to sue. And I'm trying to pull up... Trying to pull up what what the damages were. I want to say it was $33,000 worth of damage. And they said, another thing the guy said was if that had been checked out thoroughly at the scene, if Elliot would have been checked out at the scene, they would have found, he would have been in concussion protocol that week. And he ran for, he ran for over a hundred and over a hundred oh. yards. He's he's also accusing the Cowboys covering up with the police department because Cowboys running back coach. As soon as it happened, he said Elliot was running late for practice and he went through a red light and hit this guy. And uh, pretty much, let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, no, that's not it. That's the, uh, that's the other lawsuit he had against him. Oh, excuse me, did I say that? Uh, TMZ. They keep track of them all, right? Yeah. It's, well, I mean, you think about it, I'm sure the security guard that he pushed is is doing one, too, I think. A civil suit, I think is what it is. Some of the people are money grubbers, but... Yeah, but, you know... crash seems real. This, this crash seems like a, a different story. Uh and and they said that they were pretty much saying that the Cowboys covered it up with the cops so he would not miss that game that playoff game, which I can believe. I mean, yeah, it's football, man. Yeah. All right. Frisco the police department is one that they're talking about just covering it up. Gas Cowboys conspired with police to cover up info from a 2017 car crash that would have sidelined Elliott from a crucial NFL playoff game. The suit stems from a January 11, 2017 car crash four days before the Cowboys played the Packers when Zeke slammed a GMC Yukon into a BMW 750 driven by Ronnie Hill on the way to Cowboys practice facility. Hill claims Zeke was obviously at fault because the running back was running late to practice and a barrel through a red light causing more than $33,000 in damage to Hill's vehicle. Hill claims he suffered serious and permanent injuries in the wreck. Said the impact of the collision was so intense the two vehicles were wedged together and they needed a tow truck to pull them apart. Okay, so... Cowboys end up losing the playoff game, but Zeke rushed for 125 yards on 22 carries. But here's my thing. 
It was 2017. Why are you bringing it up now? Uh, I guess he never got paid. Well, maybe it's because he's hearing Elliot's getting a new contract. He's going to be rolling in the dough. So, uh, oh, he's rolling in the dough already. But yeah. Well, even more dough. So, uh, play dough. So, maybe that's the thing that brings it out. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I, if this is, I can see where this is serious, but I think the timing's kind of off. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, why didn't you do this from the start? You obviously had serious um, injuries, like you said. Well, you have up until a certain amount of time, I feel like a call wreck. This is sad that I know this. Before you can press charges. Right. So what I've been heard is, you might want to wait until every possible effect comes up. So, like, some things you may not know until a year or so later that, oh, my God, that came from the wreck. You want to wait as long as possible before you sue. Okay. That comes from a lawyer friend. And you're going to be the Jay Billis of uh, uh, the final score, yeah. too. <laughs> that, I, there you go. That's what I've heard. I just, I don't know. Legal expert, Liam Bryant, for, by the way, people. You want to wait as long as possible to make sure all side effects have happened. Right, I can understand that. Okay, that, that makes... Before you sue. Yeah, that makes a little more sense about that. So, as the world turns in Dallas, so I, and in my opinion, you've got four guys, four big contracts coming up for Dallas. Who are you going to pay and who are you not going to pay? I hope Ezekiel holds out. They need to pay... Um, oh yeah, yeah. I know why you want to pay pay Dak. You don't like they need to they need to get Dak like a hundred million a year is what they need to do. In other words, Lynn Lynn saying Dak is not good and he loves when Dak plays against the Redskins. That gives it gives him the best chance to win. So, but but running backs are more. Um, I don't know. You can find a running back easier than a well, quarterback. I mean, and then you look at. I don't know if you heard the comments Jerry Jones made this week. Kind of throwing shade at Ezekiel Elliott, saying you can win a Super Bowl without a rushing champion in the backfield. Yeah, I saw that. So, I mean, yeah. things are not kosher in Dallas right now, I don't think. Uh, I don't. Uh, that was me. America's team could be the drama queens of the NFL this year, taking that over from Pittsburgh last year. Um, so... I also want to throw out a little 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 plug here. Uh, there's an interview coming up. It's going to be on Final Score. And also, we are working are working on putting Final Score into podcast form. Yes, I'm. I'm yeah, I am working on that. Very, ha- very happy to hear that. As we speak, doing a lot of research and seeing exactly what. So we should we may be in podcast form, but there's going to be an interview coming up uh, with a guy named Merrill Schaefer. Who sent me his book this week? When I and I appreciate it very much. I'm going to sit down and read this probably tonight. Uh, but it's a book about this helmet. He's a Steelers fan. It's called a Super Steelers Journey, 23-year quest to honor Pittsburgh's dynasty legends. He got a. He started off with a Pittsburgh Steelers helmet. He got autographed by Jack Ham, and his goal was to get. Oh, cool. Yeah. Believe me, I was like, could you get me one of those autographs? Jack Ham is my favorite Steeler ever. But his goal was to get, I think it was 22 players on the Steelers roster in the 70s that played in all four 
Super Bowls in the 70s. And that was his goal, was to get all of those to autograph his helmet. And he succeeded. Uh, got the last one in 2017. And the, this book is just the stories about how he got them. And there's some interesting stories. I mean, just the interview will also have us talking about Steelers football, which, you know, I could talk all night. And we'll talk, we talked for about two hours. So it is going to be probably a two-part two part interview, So uh, just so we can get it in podcast form, what I'm seeing. But, yeah, this book is going to be pretty sweet. I got it, just got it on Thursday, and I'm getting ready to thumb through it and uh, and read this bad boy. Looking at the pictures now, and the, he sent me pictures of the helmet, which was really, really, really great. But we got some got some big interviews coming up this week. Two Steelers and a Redskin uh, will be this week. And... Uh, also a former ECU Pirate. He was a Redskin too. But like I said, we will be having file score in podcast form. And Lynn loves that. And I, I'm pretty excited about that myself. I'm a big fan. Yeah. yeah. It's easier to listen to on your um, smartphone. Yeah. I yeah. think. But we're going to try that out. I think it'll, it'll be, I'm excited about it. Uh, I don't know what the next step after that is. We'll have to, we'll have to get some merchandise in here. And also, we did, me and Lynn went on vacation. We met up at the beach. We also got some new pictures took, and they were, they'll be debuting today on the, as we do this show. So, uh, look forward to Lynn showing, <laughs> I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say what he's flashing, flashing gang signs or anything Gosh, like that, but no. uh, he doesn't do that. But, uh, yeah, we, we had some fun. I think with, you killed yeah, we had some fun with some pictures, and uh, we'll we'll share them with you. We got to pick one though to use, and maybe I'll let I'll let the people pick the best one to use for that. But I've got one that I'll, I think would be a good one, but we'll see. Anyway, next week, NFC East, AFC North division preview. Lynn, you got anything else? No, I'm good. I'm I'm ready to watch some preseason football Thursday night. I just got to find out how to watch the Redskins or the Browns. To be sure, you can find something with that that internet that you have up there. <laughs> there's probably can, a way to stream it. I'm sure probably there's a, there's a way to stream. I'm sure NFL.com may have a stream up there. But yeah. it be, must be nice having good internet. The lowest is 100 up and 100 shut down. Up, shut that's up. That's the slowest. That's the slowest, and and that's like a hundred times forty dollars. That's a hundred times, hundred times faster than what I've got right now. Is you're slow with yeah, that? You, you have one. Your speed is one. Well, it feels like one, but hopefully that'll be changing soon. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this week. Um, like I said, join us next week. We'll be doing the finals division previews and uh, the upcoming weeks. And I think we need to do this. Hall of guys who have been snubbed from the Hall of Fame. Coming up on that 20-member class that's coming next year in 2020, maybe we can pick a class for that, who we think should be in uh, 2020. We'll, we'll talk about that. Sounds good to more. me. All right. Sounds good. All right, Lynn. That's going to do it for this week. Enjoyed it as always, and uh, we will see you next week. And that's the final score.